following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. If you run out of range, you can listen to the free stream there at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, where H stands for Harbaugh Watch. Oh, photos that he got on the team bus and the plane is off to Penn State, but we haven't heard from Tony Petiti about the impending doom and gloom punishment. Michigan hasn't heard anything. None of those national Homer insiders have heard anything. But we did see photos of Michigan getting on the team plane with Michigan versus everybody shirts. All bring that team together as they're on the eve of the matchup with the Nittany Lions. James Franklin. There's no Connor Stallions. There's no excuse for Franklin, for Maryland, for the Ohio State University. Is the Big Ten going to wait until tomorrow morning to suspend him? to try and not allow Michigan to have time to get to a judge for an injunction? Or are they waiting for Michigan to land in Happy Valley and be slapped with punishment? Now, Heather Denich from the Bristol Network, ESPN, went on Get Up this morning and said... That they're looking at a possible three-game suspension. Well, we had David Gregory, a lawyer, sports agent, certified NFL PA with Bull Rush Sports Management in studio two days ago. And the Big Ten bylaws read that anything over two games would have to be this executive council. So are they meeting right now secretly? How does that follow in terms of what Michigan and their legal representation from Ann Arbor, from Washington, D.C., and Harbaugh's own attorney? Tony Fatidi should be fired right now. 
what he has done to Harbaugh in Michigan football, he should be removed as commissioner. The bias is seeping through our Twitter feeds. What we're all waiting, is there any news? Hold on, Harbaugh got on the bus. Oh yeah, he's on the bus. Yeah, he's on the bus and the team plane took off into the sky. Mm. Michigan's administration has not heard from the Big Ten. This was right around noon. Adam Rittenberg wrote, This is going down to the wire with any discipline, which as several sources noted, isn't really fair to the players. So the timing, not doing anything, because the punishment in this story has been Harbaugh getting his name dragged through the mud and the University of Michigan getting their name dragged through the mud. The suspension would end it momentarily until the injunction was given. So if they were going to do, because it still is about equal and fair treatment with your member schools. So if they're going to suspend Harbaugh, Fairness would have said you would have done it last night or this morning. And then you're Tony Petiti, and you can say to the other member schools, hey, I I did it, but the injunction was granted. Because legally, as David Gregory, the lawyer and NFLPA certified agent with Bull Rush Sports, said on the HUGE show on Wednesday, legally Michigan has all the grounds for an immediate injunction. And yes, it's Veterans Day, the holiday. Yes, courts are closed, but this is an emergency situation because there is the possibility of irreparable harm. Thus, the ex parte emergency injunctions. I'm not a lawyer, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express. So the Big Ten, could you imagine if they dropped this tonight and they're waiting until late in the evening? It just makes Tony... Petiti and the Big Ten look even worse. I I think he's destroyed the image of the Big Ten in five days. I do. I think when he asked Harbaugh not to be a part of a conversation with the other coaches, that was as bad of leadership as I've ever seen. And that was over a week ago. And I truly believe that short-term and long-term, There is no way for Tony Petiti and Michigan to coexist together in the Big Ten. I don't. Oh, we hear about the money. We all know about the contracts. I'm looking at Tony Petiti's career. He's worked for CBS, ABC, MLB Network CEO. This is different. You are going after one of your biggest breadwinners And the only reason the Big Ten Network is what it is today is because of TV deals. And the Big Ten Conference is what it is today because of TV deals. And the power of the Block M. And you've created this wall. And Tony Petiti is what, six months in? There's no way he survives this. No way. As I... Posted at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. The news today should be that Tony Petiti has been fired or resigned. 
This is the worst leadership I've ever seen from a conference on any topic ever. It reminds me of the leadership I've seen individual schools bring to the table in handling sensitive major events that never needed to blow up into national stories. But Tony Petiti allowed this to happen. If I was Santa Ono, I'd get on the phone with the SEC and say, by chance, are you open maybe to adding us in Florida State? Because this beauty of tradition, whether it's Happy Valley tomorrow or in two weeks, Ohio State at the Big House or the rivalry with Michigan State, if you look at what Michigan State threatened, whether or not they were going to play the game, they feared safety. If you look at Ryan Day's reported connections, whether it's the investigative firm or given Purdue Cheat sheets. Oh, now everybody does that. Uh, and Ryan Day and Shiano just said, no, no, never happened. I believe the tradition and the great feel, as much as what's left in college football, is gone with Michigan connected to anybody in the Big Ten. And I personally would welcome Florida State goes to the SEC East, Michigan to the West, and think about those games against LSU, Alabama, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Texas, oh, come on. You don't think TV networks would be salivating? You don't think some of the TV networks who put up nearly $7 billion, maybe a little over $7 billion, knowing Michigan might walk, they can't apply the pressure to get Tony Petiti fired or force him to resign? Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. That entire team has followed this story with legitimate sources, incredible reporting, uh, everything you need connected to this and an actual football game tomorrow against Penn State at the Wolverine.com. Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, John Borton, Clayton Safey, Doug Skeen, uh, and more. Everything on this and the game tomorrow at the Wolverine.com. And Chris, you know, again, there was a window for the Big Ten to kind of calm everything down and get it right. And they just aren't doing anything and letting Michigan and Harbaugh and the team dangle in the wind. Yeah, on top of that, the NCAA was talking to Michigan staffers yesterday again, believe it or not. So uh, on a big game week, it's almost like it was coordinated to try to apply some pressure to for Michigan to comply, according to our sources in the building. So um, it's unbelievable, really, uh, what's going on here. They're really they are ruining the relationship with Michigan. I don't think I'm with you. I don't think and I don't think Michigan has any plans to continue in the Big Ten with Tony Petiti as commissioner. Uh, and you know who are you going to pick? You're going to pick the commissioner uh, who went with 13 coaches. Uh, and as somebody wrote, I think they said, you know what they should have done is in this coaches meeting, uh, they should have talked to these coaches one at a time. You don't have 13 coaches there led by Ryan Day or whoever screaming and yelling about what to do about Michigan, about your rival that is now dominating you in the Big Ten. Uh, this guy has bungled this thing from the get-go, and our sources today said Tony Petiti is getting some bad advice from somebody. In my opinion, my strong opinion, Jim Delaney is probably one of those guys uh, who is an advisor making $400,000 a year um, who has never, in my strong opinion, uh, had a soft spot in his heart for Michigan uh, when, as when he was Big Ten commissioner as well, going back to the days of Bo Schembechler. So it's about to get uglier. 
Uh, we've talked to people who've hired private investigators. The dirt that they're they're dragging up on everybody. I've never seen Michigan like this, and I think it's fascinating. I'm not talking about Michigan itself. I'm talking about high-powered boosters and people in high places getting involved. And some of the stuff that we've learned, which we will be reporting in the next few weeks, uh, is unbelievable. So I told you this was going to be a 30 for 30. This is either going to be a movie or an E60 or something huge because it only gets stranger and more complex. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us. Still no word from the Big Ten on any punishment, which could be a two-game suspension. If the executive group board meets, it could be more, but we've heard none of that. Uh, it could be a public recommend, or reprimand and also uh, fines, but the way they're letting this walk right up into game day when Michigan got on those team buses, when they got on that team plane to fly to Happy Valley, is another example of poor leadership. And I really hope, beyond what the legal fallout is with Harbaugh personally, with the school connected to the Big Ten, uh, that Michigan does demand the resignation or firing of Tony Petiti, or they look at other options, which, again... Uh, don't tell me about, oh, we don't want to lose the rivalry game with the Ohio State or huh. Michigan State. That that's that you know what? That's in the rear view mirror. Okay. Yep. It is. Yeah. I don't I couldn't care less, especially after you know, if it is proven and again, Michigan strongly believes, strongly believes that there are connections to Ryan Day's family. Uh, that is the allegation uh, of the origin of this private investigator firm. And Bill, when the name comes out of one of them, you will laugh. Okay, and where it was located. So um, that is a, a little tease for you guys for for whenever this breaks. But uh, everybody knows about it. Everybody's working on the story. Um, what kind of relationship do you really want to have with them, uh, especially when you know what they are doing as well and what they've done in the past? Uh, they, I told you uh, long ago that Michigan would collect a binder a couple of inches thick anytime that uh, that rivals or or opponents broke rules, and they would keep them on file just in case. Well, is it time to air the dirty laundry? Uh, we saw a report a couple of years ago about a rival that had been recording practice film, uh, according to one of its coaches that left. So private investigators are looking into that as well. I can promise you, I know who they are. So this is only going to get uglier uh, for the Big Ten. And in no way, shape, or form do we condone, you know, what has happened at Michigan, if indeed that is what's happened. Um, but as and we were talking to somebody in the SEC, and he said, man, when we were played at neutral site games, we would have guys up in the owners' boxes. Uh, videotaping signs, you know, of, of, of opponents. Now, not not SEC schools directly, but Southern schools, I would say. Um, and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. They're laughing down there. They are laughing about this because they know what they've done. They know what big business college football is, and they can't believe sign stealing it has gotten to this this point at this point. Biff Pogge, a former Michigan coach, I saw you uh, retweeted that story. I just shared it myself, uh, defending Harbaugh, uh, the Big Ten letting this dangle in the wind. I, I don't know what Tony Petiti is doing. You you have two moneymakers. Well, let's be honest in the Big Ten. You have Michigan. You have Ohio State. Occasionally, Penn State once in a while, and you'll get the fluke schools uh, that will have a monster season. Uh, but, you know, Jim Delaney, a grudge, whoever it is behind the scenes, whatever school is carrying weight in this, whether it's Ohio State I don't know who, uh, but you're trying to tear down one of your most important schools. And again, without uh, investigation shows that the allegations are true, then we've all said from day one you live with the punishment for 
Michigan football, Harbaugh, uh, and Connor Stallions. But yeah. there, there's nothing. And, and the NCAA is still digging. And they're going to CMU and digging. They're, they're trying to find a smoking gun uh, to smoke Harbaugh. Which, by the way, what is the latest on uh, Con- Connor Stallions, CMU? Not a yep. word out of there that they still can't identify him officially wh- or who it was. What's the latest yeah. there? Yeah, they're working on that, and I'm going to put on a, a story about, up about that today, as a matter of fact. And, uh, you know, it's funny, though. If it wasn't him, right, somebody would have come out and said, well, this is actually who it was, I would imagine. So I believe strongly that they'll get to the bottom of that. But uh, I think the bigger question is what was he doing there? And everybody's going to say, oh, he was scouting Michigan State or – uh, for Michigan because they're a future opponent, and uh, I don't necessarily think that's true. Uh, now, they won't make a distinction because he's not supposed to be there, right? But uh, I think when that story comes out, it's going to be uh, very interesting to see how the NCAA proceeds on that as well. So uh, this guy is uh, an interesting guy, you know, with the vacuum cleaner sales and stuff. There's no tie, business tie between Blake Corum and Connor Stallions. Uh, from what we understand, they weren't, you know, I don't know even know why that was a headline. Uh, somebody found it document with their names on it or something like that. It sounds like he was trying to help him. Blake needed help setting up an LLC, so they got a piece of paper and he said, this is how you would do it type of thing. Who knows? But uh, that's a non-starter from everybody that we've spoken with. So, But it's in the news, right? It's sensationalist headlines and anything and everything that can be used to make Michigan look bad. But ESPN, I think, is backtracking a little today. They're starting to get a few more people. And I think one of the angles that is going to be looked at here, if what Colin Coward said the other day, he said, you know, this sounds like an inside job, and uh, we certainly agree with that in some respects as well, where some of this information is coming from. So that's something else we're going to be watching. I will say tomorrow if Blake Corum scores a touchdown or every touchdown he scores and they have a vacuum on the Michigan sidelines, he'll be the greatest <laughs> move ever. Yeah, you know what? I, who knows? I, I can't wait to see the pregame interaction between James Franklin and Jim Harbaugh. There, there's been a lot of talk that James Franklin's been howling about this too, and uh, and then the post-game handshake, that'll be fantastic. But, yeah, I mean, they were poking fun at Michigan. Manny Diaz, the defensive coordinator, looking at his watch and talking about signs and stuff like that. So um, it's really truly is Michigan versus everybody. I think the M-Den, we just got our shirts today from Valiant. Uh, Michigan versus everybody sweatshirts are selling like crazy, and they're going to they're gonna give that money, a lot of that money, to, to the uh, NIL department at, at Valiant, so for the Michigan student-athletes. So, um, you know. It's uh, it's been a long time since really Michigan's really been a bad guy. If you go back maybe to the Fab Five, like a one of those in there. You know what they they don't? I wouldn't say they embrace the role of being a villain, but uh, they're getting pretty sick and tired of everybody coming at them. They're, I think they're just ready to play football. What do you think the Big Ten? Just hypothetically speaking, Chris and Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. What 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 is their end play here? Yeah, it's a great question. I don't think I think it's too late in the day for them to do anything. Now they're on a plane. They were supposed to board the plane at three o'clock. We all saw the pictures of Jim Harbaugh getting on the bus. I spoke to somebody who said, "Yeah, we take off at three. So um, I think to me, you know, they they saw Michigan as a target. You know, Michigan generally rolls over in these things and says, "Okay, you know, well, we'll take our lumps and we're embarrassed and so on and so forth." And I think they've kind of had enough here. You know, hearing, oh, this is the worst scandal in the history of the Big Ten when you've got the whole Penn State garbage that went out with Jerry Sandusky is one of the biggest, uh, most exaggerated claims that I've ever heard. It's an embarrassment. So there have been so many things that have gone on in this conference. And, again, we're talking about 
stealing signs here. And we're talking about a Purdue team that had a play sheet of 38 of Michigan's plays, allegedly, like that they were using that they got from other schools is what's been alleged. And I understand the Ohio State response to that. Nobody, nobody believes it. It's all in the wording. And I'm sure they'll get to the bottom of that as well. So um, to me, it's okay. Now what do we do? I think Tony Petiti, I think Michigan believes that Tony Petiti has kind of painted himself into a corner and what does he do next? But I truly believe in speaking to several people at Michigan that they think the damage has been done, that they can't coexist in a conference in which he is the commissioner. So we'll see what happens there. Michigan's going to have options. And, you know, everybody says there's no way Michigan's going to leave the Big Ten, blah, 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 blah. I can promise you uh, that they are, are not very happy about this. And the last thing I'll say on this is, hey, if the NCAA does uncover any more evidence uh, of different things, um, you know what, then they can – react accordingly as well but as of now the evidence that they're basing this suspension on and, and action on uh, just isn't there and you saw it in the 10-page response from michigan by the way dennis dodd uh, who i think is a middle of the road college football reporter michigan sign stealing case put on very fast timeline by ncaa with resolution sought expeditiously or expeditiously which means as quick as possible so you know, again, six years for FBI wiretaps right. for Kansas, LSU, Arizona, but you want to move fast on this to Hammer yeah. Harbaugh. They're trying to do everything they can to yep. not have Jim Harbaugh uh, coaching in the Big Ten or college football playoff. I agree, 100%. It's, uh, it's absurd. And, uh, and in the midst of all this, you've got Bill Self, who just signed um, an extension to his lifetime contract, or amendment to his lifetime contract, uh, you can't make this stuff up. And I think his suspension was four games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Self-suspension self by the school. Jim Harbaugh's already had three for, you know, something completely uh, much more, much less than that. Uh, Michigan said, okay, we'll suspend him for three games. Hopefully that'll be it. Uh, people are going to continue to dig because they want Jim Harbaugh gone. Uh, by the way, uh, Dodd did report that uh, – Michigan has already received a notice of inquiry from the NCAA, the first step in any investigation. However, the school has not yet received a notice of allegations. And NOA in the case, sources tell CBS Sports, that's the official document from the NCAA that details specific wrongdoing. The yep. enforcement staff has uncovered. At that point, the school gets a copy of the full investigative file, and then they get 90 days to respond. So you're... Right. You're, you're doing everything you can to try and scare Michigan into suspending Jim Harbaugh indefinitely, which was what was rumored earlier this week that the Big Ten was pushing on Michigan. Yeah, which is crazy. And, you know, a lot of people at Michigan, I think, believe that Jim Harbaugh ruffling feathers with the revenue sharing talk and to the players and everything else has really made him an enemy of theirs. And, uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh's ruffling feathers wherever he's been, let's be honest. So... This doesn't surprise me, but when you mess with somebody's revenue stream is when people really start pushing back. We've seen the ESPN narrative. ESPN is a bed with the SEC. Uh, it's been absolutely nuts, uh, just absolutely crazy what this has become and blown up into. And so uh, time will tell if, uh, if it's worthy of that. Uh, I certainly don't believe it is, and I think it'll probably play out that way. But uh, when you've got whistleblowers involved, too, and you've got people that know Everything that goes on in a program, uh, no, there's no perfect program, as Jim Harbaugh said. But we do it better than most, and we do it cleaner than most. Dining, you know, you say it would, came out and said that. So uh, I think most in the SEC would agree, and I think a lot of people are laughing about what's going on up here right now. 
I think also the Big Ten may have said, hey, we can't go drop the suspension on a Friday with courts closed. It will look bad for us, which I don't know how it can look any worse. So they wait now until Monday. The story hangs over Harbaugh in Michigan all day today, tonight, tomorrow, college game day, the big game against Penn State. And then Monday, he says two-game suspension, uh, Maryland and Ohio State. They have time then for the injunction, uh, and Harbaugh coaches uh, until, what, 14 days, and that would be after the Ohio State game. They would have to have a hearing uh, to see if the judge would continue it or uh, how it plays out. So, uh, Tony Petiti. Uh, there is no way Michigan will stay in this conference with him as the commissioner. No way. Yeah, yeah I would agree with that, actually, as of today. So we'll see how it plays out here. But uh, And as of yesterday, Michigan said uh, we would fight them if they tried to give us a steely-eyed glare. That was an interesting quote that I got. So uh, that means even if they came back with a fine, I think maybe Michigan would say go jump off a bridge or something like that. So it'll be fascinating to see how it plays out, Bill. Chris Ballas with Wolverine.com with Anthony Broom, John Borton. Clayton Safey, Doug Skeen, and the crew. You can follow this story in the latest at thewolverine.com and also get their thoughts on Michigan-Penn State, which is the biggest game of the year for Michigan and right there with Ohio State hosting Penn State in the Big Ten. But then Tony Petiti, Mr. TV uh, man, uh, decides to let this story just dangle Harbaugh and the university in the wind. He will not survive this. And if it comes down to Michigan exploring options on getting out of a contract, you know, it wasn't fair what he did, uh, and they go join the SEC, uh, they get Florida State and uh, Michigan. I'll be honest, I'd rather see Michigan uh, in the SEC in all sports across the board. Chris, thanks for the update. You bet. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, Michigan versus everybody. Teams wearing that gear, getting on the plane. This can be good for a football team. Not a distraction, but get them in the bunker. Because this three-week stretch was their season, and we've all pointed to that since last spring. Uh, We'll take your thoughts on what you think the Big Ten is doing right now. What is their game plan? What is the end play? You can join us. Honolulu Blue, presented by Coppercraft, Blue Raspberry, Lemonade, Vodka, Great Drink, Game Day. Uh, watching the Lions and the Chargers on Sunday. Your local restaurant, pub, or bar, just ask for a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Huge question of the day. How do you think this plays out this weekend? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Also drop your huge opinions at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Deck your cart with Meyer Savings. Follow this year, get the gift of savings from Meyer. Santa Bucks will save you plenty. Plus, stack your savings when you shop super low prices with the Meyer Super Sale. Don't wait to save. Super Sale and Santa Bucks are two days only. Ho, ho, ho. Savings for all. Shop and save with Super Sale and Santa Bucks this Friday and Saturday only at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. 
huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now, they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Special guest, Josh Greasy. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The lake it is said never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. Superfly just surprised me with uh, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which is a pick me up song. There, there's a pick me up song 48 years ago. <laughs> That's nice. Way, way to get the party started. Uh, we are getting some breaking news from Pete Thamel, ESPN sources. The Big Ten is expected uh, to discipline Michigan for the in-person scouting and ongoing sign-stealing investigation and will prohibit Jim Harbaugh from being on the sideline until the conclusion of the regular season. He will be allowed to coach during the week. My guess is, based on them saying the rest of the regular season, he'll be suspended Monday. That it will be, uh, this will happen uh, after the Penn State game because the commissioner doesn't have the power to do it for three games unless he consulted the executive council. 
So if he did it on Monday, which he's not dropping this on a day when the courts aren't open because of the holiday with Veterans Day, and he did it Monday, that would mean Harbaugh's final two regular season games would be at Maryland and the Ohio State game at home. So that is the latest. Uh, when they're saying for the rest of the regular season, it can't be tomorrow. But then Heather Dinich from ESPN this morning said it could be three games if there was the executive council who went with it. But I, I think under the sportsmanship rule, he can only do two games. And the executive council, as David Gregory, the lawyer, NFL, PA, authorized sports agent with Bull Rush Sports here in the Grand Rapids area, said they can't. They can't add on to it. So I don't know. There's a lot of gray area here, but that is the latest from Pete Thamel that the Big Ten is expected to discipline Michigan for the in-person scouting and ongoing sign-stealing investigation and will prohibit Jim Harbaugh from being on the sideline until the conclusion of the regular season. He will be allowed to coach during the week which is similar to his first three-game suspension. So Michigan will get the injunction, I, I believe. Tony Petiti walked it out this far. He had to do something. So knowing if Michigan wins the injunction, he can tell the other Big Ten schools and the coaches, hey, I... I, I, I suspended him. I did something as commissioner, even though it's nuking the conference. He doesn't care. So that's crazy. I mean, I don't know how we get to the rest of the regular season. Because there's three games left, including Penn State tomorrow. This is just insane really is. Uh, Tony Petiti, you are destroying the conference. It is conference civil rules war. It is. And it will never recover with Tony Petiti as the commissioner. Never. Never will recover. So I'm guessing, and this is all moving fast like it has been with this entire story that I think they do their they wait till after this game tomorrow they suspend Harbaugh for the two games he's allowed under the Big Ten sportsmanship rule Harbaugh then has suspended the rest of the regular season as Pete Thamel was reporting that would take you to Maryland and Ohio State didn't say anything about keeping Harbaugh out of the Big Ten championship game, which I am curious to see how the officiating will be tomorrow in Happy Valley <laughs> with the Big Ten crew. So that's where we're at. I, I, so it sounds to me like they're not going to do it this close to a game. They have their two-game power. They'll do it after the Penn State game. Suspend him. They get their coverage on Saturday. Like Tony Petiti is this big, tough guy who follows through on his word. And then Harbaugh's lawyer, University of Michigan lawyers, then will go to a court. Courts are back open on Monday. They'll seek the injunction. 
Petiti and his lawyers probably knowing that Michigan will get the injunction and Harbaugh will coach, and Petiti looks good to the ADs, presidents, and coaches that all piled on Harbaugh. What will not ever, ever be repaired is the relationship between Tony Petiti's administration as the Big Ten commissioner in the University of Michigan. Never. It will never be repaired. Oh, I get you get $100 million a year in TV money. No. That, that fight against him will continue. So now you're the Big Ten, and if, according to this Pete Thamel story, you wait until after the game tomorrow, you suspend Harbaugh for the two games under your Big Ten sportsmanship rules, he gets the injunction. How bad do you look as a conference if he gets the injunction? How bad? How bad do you look? Oh, and then we get into the hearing, which will have to happen within two weeks, which would be the Monday after the Ohio State game, after the Thanksgiving weekend. With, without a completed investigation. Mm. Far and away, the worst leadership. Well, I'll have to say this. You can go to Sandusky at Ohio State, the Nasser story at Michigan State. Uh, but the worst leadership I've seen from a conference commissioner, I'll, I'll just put it there. I've seen horrible leadership from coaches and administrators at schools across the Big Ten and college football in my 32-plus years. But I have never seen a commissioner run something like this. But let's be honest. His track record, you know, he ran CBS TV, which was a branch network of CBS, MLB network, few good shows, poor programming. And now, at least according to this report, he's going to suspend Harbaugh for the rest of the season, which means two games, which I, I assume they will do this after the fact, tomorrow. So then it's down to the final two games of the regular season. So the Big Ten is expected to discipline Michigan for the in-person scouting and sign-stealing investigation and will prohibit Jim Harbaugh from being on the sideline for the rest of the regular season. So as Adam Rittenberg reports, legal battle is the next step, barring an injunction or temporary restraining order. Harbaugh would be sidelined for Penn State, Maryland, and Ohio State. So what they're saying is that it will be for the three games, which means he had to have the executive Council at the Big Ten per their bylaws sound or sign off on it. So if they're expected to do it, then they're going to do it for three games. There'll have to be an explanation on that. I'll, we'll try and get David Gregory on the phone coming up, our legal insider, certified NFLPA sports agent. We'll also take your feedback. You want to join us? Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Do you think Harbaugh will win his injunction? I think it's a slam dunk he gets it. And I think they knew that. But they're but they're putting Michigan and Harbaugh through the court of public opinion and media ringer. 
That's, that's the goal of this. Trying to hurt Harbaugh and Michigan football. You want to join in? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spa. Now, they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that. If your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care, Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live.
drive across Michigan, we're now getting official confirmation from the Big Ten release that Harbaugh has been suspended immediately for the rest of the regular season. So they waited until the team plane took off. So when they land, and then they announce this while the Michigan team plane is in the air. Big Ten, just horse manure. I hope Michigan leaves the conference. Next up is the court injunction, which I will say this. It is 4 o'clock. I know it's a holiday, but emergency situation that they could get an injunction from a judge within the next hour or so. And Harbaugh still could coach. But the Big Ten followed through on it. Tony Petiti. Yeah, so we'll have more on this story coming up. Uh, Jim Brandstad, our team from the Wolverine.com will join us. I know we got callers online. I'll get to your opinions. Uh, stick around on the huge show across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number two on the only statewide syndicated afternoon sports radio show. We are heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Breaking news here within the last 15 minutes or so. Big Ten has suspended Jim Harbaugh for three games which goes beyond the two games allowed under the sportsmanship rule. They did issue a short statement uh, that I'll read coming up here momentarily. Also, David Gregory, who is an NFLPA certified sports agent, lawyer by trade with Bull Rush Sports Management, will join us because he was in studio Wednesday, and everything we've read, they would have needed an executive council approval for anything above that two games. That wasn't in their statement. I I think it's weak that they let the Michigan team plane take off and then drop this. Now, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, who joined us during hour number one before the story uh, broke, uh, did just 
tweet out that there is a judge standing by. I'll go to Chris's uh, tweet from the Wolverine.com. Michigan has now officially received word of the three-game Big Ten suspension for Harbaugh and will likely act to file an injunction immediately to allow him to continue to coach. They've had their position prepared and ready. There is a judge on call today, even though it's a holiday for Veterans Day. So Tony Petiti in the Big Ten kind of weak and squirrely, allowing the Michigan team playing to take off. But as I said at the end of the hour when this news broke, I, I think they know they're going to lose the injunction. But Petini walked it out, showed that he was going to listen to the other members and other football coaches. And if the injunction is issued by a judge, they can't come after Patini. Now, as David Gregory, and I think he's standing by right now on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, David? Uh, doing well, Bill. How are you? Good. Uh, so, I and they didn't do a lot of explaining in their short statement, they being the Big Ten on the three-game suspension. Uh, how would it? Because we discussed this on Wednesday, and everyone has discussed this on Twitter, on TV, everywhere. I thought there was a two-game max that the Big Ten commissioner could impose under the sportsmanship rule. Yeah, Bill. There was a there's a two game there's a two game maximum suspension that the commissioner could do under his sole authority, but uh, if he wanted to do more than that, it would be a major. A major penalty. He had to get a. He had to get approval from something called the Joint Group Executive Committee, uh, and presumably he has done that or will do that. Uh, and that committee can, they could, uh, if I remember right, approve, deny, or decrease the proposed commissioner punishment. They cannot increase it. Uh, the statement says nothing about whether that that joint committee has met and approved. Uh, this penalty, but I presume that they probably have, and that may be why there was some somewhat of a delay. And I just mentioned Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com said that there is a judge standing by, even with the Veterans Day holiday and courts not in session, uh, that they could move quickly. They, that uh, how, how quick would it take? All right, so they got they just got news of this last 15 minutes. If Michigan, if that judge is standing by, ready to Zoom in a courtroom, with uh, Michigan attorneys, uh, I assume they already had it prepared, knowing what was coming, so they could move fast. Harbaugh's on that team playing uh, right now on its way to State College, Pennsylvania. How quick is that process to get a temporary injunction so Harbaugh could coach tomorrow and at least for 14 days, which would put this right before uh, that required hearing before the Ohio State game? Uh, how long would that temporary injunction process take if they got a judge either on Zoom or in person in a courtroom in Washtenaw County? Not long. Uh, they've got they've, they had it already written up. Uh, they knew what judge they were going to. The judge is standing by. They'll have uh, a hearing on a temporary restraining order where the Big Ten will not be present, uh, and we can talk about that for a minute. That could be wrapped up. Uh, you know, a little bit after close of business today or easily by, presumably by 7 or 8 o'clock tonight, you could have a temporary restraining order from a judge issue. Uh, it could go rather quickly. And you mentioned that uh, ex parte, which the other side isn't present. Uh, explain that for people, you know, from a layman's legal 
viewpoint. Yes. Uh, again, it's a temporary restraining order, and you have to show that there's sufficient public interest, uh, that there is a severe harm uh, that is about to happen that cannot be repaired by money damages later, uh, and that you're likely to win on the merits. And there's, again, some emergency-type situation, which, given that there's a game tomorrow and, and Michigan's already en route to Penn State, I think it certainly qualifies on the emergency and irreparable harm standard. The next question would be, uh, can they demonstrate they're likely to prevail on the merits? They probably feel good that a local judge in Washtenaw County, if that's where they are, would side with the University of Michigan. All right, so if the judge sides with them, then Harbaugh is free to coach just like a a regular game tomorrow, correct? Yes, uh, and what would happen then is under Michigan's court rules, there would have to be a full hearing on a preliminary injunction to turn the TRO into a, a more a more permanent but still preliminary injunction, that hearing would have to take place within 14 days. Uh, now, it could take as long as two weeks after the temporary restraining order issues, or it could take maybe by midweek next week. And I'm sure the Big Ten, if they lose on a TRO, will be pushing for a hearing on the preliminary injunction or, or to dissolve that TRO uh, far sooner than two weeks out. So in that uh, temporary TRO, temporary restraining order, if it's filed in Washtenaw County, where Ann Arbor is located here in Michigan, it would it would stay in the court filed. So the Big Ten lawyers in that hearing, whether it's Zoom or in person, uh, that hearing would be with the same judge, I assume? Yeah, unless they made a you know motion to remove it to federal court or something. But yes, uh, Generally speaking, it would probably stay with the, whatever court it was filed in. And I'm only presuming uh, or assuming that they filed in Washtenaw County Circuit Court. I don't know that. David Gregory, he knows a lot, but he doesn't know that. Uh, it should be on a T-shirt, Bull Rush Sports Management. Uh, he is a lawyer by trade, NFLPA certified sports agent based on the west side of the state. Uh, any other legal uh, opinions, uh, the observations you take from this, where it could be going, what sticks out to you on both sides here, the Harbaugh, Michigan side, and the Big Ten side? Well, it, it is playing out like we talked about yesterday, Bill, which is, you know, the Big Ten is going to make this a Rule 10 sportsmanship case because the commissioner has very, very, very broad authority under that rule. And that's that's what they're press release says it's a it's a rule 10 violation michigan in their letter and uh, tom mars on behalf of harbaugh in his letter really kind of said look this is not a rule 10 case this is a rule 32 case and under that rule when it's an ncaa initiated uh, matter and the ncaa did announce an investigation here before the big 10 acted then the big 10 can't act until until the ncaa issues some penalties so it is playing out exactly like we talked about. Big Ten says it's Rule 10. We have full power. Um, Michigan saying, no, it's Rule 32, and you have to wait for the NCAA to act first. What do you think? Uh, you're just opinion. You're, you're not an active lawyer on uh, representing other side. What's your opinion on what, what, what's the, the highest possibility you see on where this case goes? Well, I, I think if you're in front of a local judge in Washtenaw County, I think at least at first blush it's going to go well for you of them. Uh, now, will that hold true at the preliminary injunction hearing? 
or maybe in some kind of interlocutory emergency appeal to an appeals court. I don't know. But, but let me say this. Um, Rule 10, this is a kind of, if you look at the history of Rule 10, and it's been used for things like, uh, you know, social media uh, statements and taunting and kind of on-field incidents and a lot of things that don't fit neatly into some other rule, I think U of M made a great argument there. Um, so I do think it, this looks more like a Rule 32 violation, but but uh, the Big Ten Commissioner does have uh, interim authority to take interim measures even when they believe a violation may have occurred under Rule 32. Um, but tellingly, the Big Ten said we're acting under Rule 10 here. So I'll give a... I'll give a slight edge to the Big Ten, but not much. So what's interesting in the Big Ten statement that I shared from their website, and you can read it at a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. I'll read it on air after we uh, finish with uh, David Gregory, lawyer, sports agent, Bull Rush Sports, one of our legal sports advisors, uh, normally joins us in studio. Uh, he's mobile on his way with his son to a football recruiting trip, college visit, that and then we got Brandy coming up, uh, the former voice of Michigan, that they didn't say they went to their executive council to get the three games. That Really, in this press release, that when two games is his max under that Rule 10, that there is a possibility of a longer suspension if that executive council approves it, that they didn't reference that they went there. I, I find that strange in their press release. Yeah, but you want press releases to be short and snappy. Uh, you know, I found it. I found that an interesting omission as well. But did they go to that? You know, again, joint joint group exec, that joint executive committee. We don't know. I would guess that they did, and that may be why it didn't happen in the early afternoon uh, or right around the lunch hour that they had to convene that group by Zoom uh, because they were going with three games instead of the two that the commissioner could just do full. David Gregory, uh, like I said, a lawyer, NFLPA certified sports agent. I think he's driving somewhere like in Southern Ohio, Kentucky. David, you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I I hear you now. Uh, Ross Dellinger from yahoosports.com from one of his NCAA sources, the NCAA shared with the Big Ten a spreadsheet detailing Michigan analyst Connor Stallion's elaborate in-person scouting scheme and future plans to attend games. They did share that. That was part of the evidence that hasn't been mentioned as of yet. So the NCAA did share with the Big Ten. And like you mentioned on Wednesday's show, David, that uh, they have a right to gather any evidence they want to. The Big Ten, correct? Rule 10 says that it says David, uh, can you repeat that? I think you're going through a, a mobile zone. Yeah. Yes, the rules very clearly state that they can gather information or take information in from any source that the Big Ten seems uh, deems fit. Yeah, so it says that they... Uh, gave him that sheet uh, from Connor Stallion, so we'll we'll see uh, where it goes. Uh, David, I know you're on the road. Thank you for the update. Okay, my friend. It's a lot huge. All right, David Gregory. He is a lawyer, 
certified NFLPA sports agent with Bull Rush Sports Management. He's based on the west side of the state, and he has, between the Mel Tucker story and this, he has knocked it out of the park on air. He has been fantastic. I think Jim Brandstatter is standing by, former voice of Michigan football. I want to get his thoughts on the three-game suspension. It doesn't mean Jim won't be there, uh, as David mentioned, and also Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com. Michigan does have a judge standing by ready to get a temporary injunction. Brandy, whatever happened to just playing football, right? Well, exactly. And in my opinion, Bill, the Big Ten looks like absolute spoiled children. This is just optically for the Big Ten. Michigan football is in the air. They're on the buses in State College going to the hotel, and they come up with this now? Mm. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's weak. Uh, it went, it's, weak. You know, it's really yeah, weak. It's it, weak. It's weak. What's weaker than weak? No, nah, there's another word, but I can't use it because we're a family show, uh, Jim. You. That, you know, that, and I just mentioned that the Ross Dellinger Yahoo Sports College Football Insider said that they sent the Connor Stallions information, which has uh, been well known, and there's no thorough investigation, just a written response from Michigan and I, I do believe that they're going to get the temporary injunction that Harbaugh will coach uh, tomorrow. And then you're going to get that hearing uh, within two weeks. And you got the short week of Ohio State week because of Thanksgiving holiday uh, weekend. So we'll have that hearing uh, between you know Monday, uh, probably a, in a nine-day window. But the one thing that isn't lost with you or me The damage done to the Michigan-Big Ten relationship, the Michigan-Ohio State relationship, the Michigan-Michigan State relationship when they were concerned about even playing the game a few weeks ago, Uh, Purdue-Rutgers, the tradition, the history of the Big Ten. I I will give Tony Petiti credit that in the course of 10 days, he may have destroyed the credibility and image of the conference when it comes to football. I would agree with that 100%. I mean, the big, I'm disgusted with the Big Ten. And if you ask any other program in the Big Ten, you ask any other coach, okay, the Friday afternoon you're in the air going to a road game, a very important one, and the Big Ten decides that, mm. oh, we're going to have this penalty now and announce it now when you had all this material on Tuesday or Wednesday. Wouldn't you agree? What else? Did I agree. I, I knew. I, I felt they were going to – Here's where, and again, they get lawyers advising them on their side, right? Is that you get lawyers saying late in the day, which is normal, a court move, that you wait until late in the day on a Friday so no one can respond till Monday. That's normally exactly. the, that's normally the case with snake lawyers. And we all have run across snake lawyers in anything we've ever dealt with. And there are a lot of great lawyers, okay, like David Gregory, oh, yeah. Ken Sanders was on the show Earlier this week, Tom Sachs, Bruce Cortade. I can go down the laundry list of great lawyers I've come across. Uh, but this is this is nothing. Even the timing of it with the team on the plane and just landing in State College, this is a hit job on Harbaugh and Michigan football and now the university. It is. It's, it, it, in my opinion, it's disgusting. And it's a hit job is right. Uh, and imagine this. You're taking, as a conference, you're taking your biggest brand, mm your most valuable brand, and you're trying to cut it off at the knees. Well, I wonder how their television partners feel about that in the Big Ten Conference. Oh, and they're going to stand up and hold their head eyes. Oh, we're about integrity and all this. 
Well, the thing about integrity, what happened to due process? What happened to the fundamental idea of due process of leaving the, leaving the accused an opportunity to answer your charges? What happened to that? Apparently, the Big Ten doesn't believe in that, or neither does Mr. Petiti. In my opinion, it's, it's a shame, and it's a sham. And I hope Michigan comes out with both legal guns blazing, which I think they will, actually, to try to stop this from going forward from the standpoint of suspending Jim for three games. I just don't think that that's going to happen. I think we'll see tomorrow Jim on the sideline. The problem is, Bill, and you know it and I know it, the game's going to be second. The game should be the showpiece. And it's going to be second. When they come on the air, you and I both know the first thing they're talking about, well, Michigan suspended Harbaugh, the Big Ten, and all this. And, and they're going to go through the story of how Jim Harbaugh is on the sideline rather than Michigan versus Penn State in one of the great games in the country uh, in the collegiate level uh, for this weekend. And that, to me, you're, ex- you're doing the exact opposite of what you want to do. You want to feature young men, student-athletes competing at the highest level, and what you're doing is you're getting down into the, the ditch of the cesspool and trying, you know, and, and trying to belittle and take one of your greatest brands and, and, uh, and, and cut it off at the knees. I, I don't know what else to say. I'm just very disappointed in the Big Ten, and I think it's disgusting personally. Former voice of Michigan football, Jim Brandstatter, joining us on the Roast Homer Coffee guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. If you're just joining us, the Big Ten has suspended Jim Harbaugh for the rest of the regular season. According to Chris Ballas, Michigan does have a judge. Not quite sure if it's Washtenaw County or one of the adjoining counties to Ann Arbor uh, set to uh, rule on a temporary injunction. So Harbaugh still could coach tomorrow and the rest of the year. Bruce Feldman, college football insider, for Fox, uh, the Big Ten says it does not have knowledge indicating that Jim Harbaugh was aware of the signal stealing scheme. But listen to this. Hold on. Listen, this is not a sanction of Coach Harbaugh. It is a sanction against the university that under the extraordinary circumstances presented by this offensive conduct. Oh, that's interesting. So he doesn't have anything to do with it, but he's the one that gets suspended? So why did they ban Michigan then from playing in the Big Ten the rest of the year? <laughs> right? Hey, well, no, sure. That would be the logical step, which just goes to show you, Bill, what you just said and what was reported goes to show you how ludicrous this is. And, and, and the thing I would point out, that there are a lot of people out there, and you'll hear them. I'm sure you'll get calls on this that said, oh, that's just because you're a Michigan guy or this is a Michigan. Put yourself in that shoes and any other Big Ten team in this conference. If this thing happened to them under similar circumstances where they had no ability to get due process, and this, this comes down on a Friday afternoon from your big games, ask anybody from any uh, supporter of any other Big Ten team, would they sit there and go, oh, okay, fine, thanks, guys. We'll take your punishment go away. I don't think any of them would do that. This is nothing more than uh, standing up for the right of Michigan to have the same rights as everybody else out there and getting due process. And in the face of the fact that Big Ten says, this has nothing to do with Harbaugh having any knowledge of any of these things going on. I mean, isn't that ridiculous? Doesn't that sound ridiculous to you? It, it, well, and here's what I read from it, is that they're trying to distance themselves from Harbaugh suing them 
saying this wasn't about Harbaugh, yet he's the only guy suspended. They didn't. What they could have done is said Michigan will not play, but they had no legal precedent there. They had to use a sportsmanship rule, and to get the three games, something that still hasn't been addressed, they had to go to the executive council or a group that can uh, okay suspensions uh, more than what's allowed. And yet you're saying this is a punishment for the University of Michigan, but you suspended Harbaugh. I mean, this is a... You know, I, I used a word on my, on my tweet that I, I can't repeat on air that <laughs> I've never seen. I said this before the official announcement uh, came on, that I, I will tell you that I have never seen a conference this week in terms of leadership ever. Ever. I'm not, I'm not talking to We've had Nasser and Sandusky and got awful stories in the Big Ten and across college sports. But what Tony Petiti has done here, uh, Michigan will will Michigan moving forward will push that either he is removed or we are going to look at joining another conference. I'm telling you, it will get to that point here. I know people say, well, it's about the money. No, if it was about the money, Tony Petiti, who was hired, ironically, because he's always been a TV sports network guy, would have un- would have got everybody in a room and said, how do we work this out so this doesn't become uh, the housewives of the Big Ten? Right. How, how does it become not about the money? That's that's what he should have done, right? You walk, you, you, that's leadership. You're exactly right. And And what he has shown is, I think weakness and and in many ways the erosion of the Big Ten Conference at its foundation. It's done. Because the conference is, other, is imploded. Any member, yeah, any other member university. Seriously, this opens the door. Imagine basketball. Imagine what this could do. Well, well you look what you did to Michigan without any evidence. Anybody can come up now and it's, look out, buddy. You're on your way to a suspension. You're on your way to this. And again, the statement that the Big Ten has no proof that Harbaugh knew or had any knowledge of any of this stuff going on, and yet he's the one suspended. It's like a jigsaw puzzle where the pieces don't fit. Uh, Also, in its response from Ross Dellinger at Yahoo College Football, uh, in its response, Michigan warned the Big Ten to take caution in levying penalties because their league members also steal signs. In its reply today, the Big Ten called that an argument that uh, violations of the sportsmanship rule should be overlooked if everyone is doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't make this up. No, you can't. Isn't that one of those things? There's that old line, you can't make this blank up. You can't. I mean, you can't, and, and 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 they're they're sitting there over in Chicago in the Big Ten offices, and if they stood back and read some of this, they'd go, "What in the world did we just do?" No, Tony Petiti. We look like total idiots. Tony Petiti is done, Jim, or Michigan. I, I'm being honest here, and I said this earlier this morning. It's not just jumping on a bandwagon. I said if Petiti remains as Big Ten commissioner when the dust settles on this. Michigan will either say the commissioner is gone or we are looking to join another conference. That's it. Because here, here's what's sad, Jim, and you've been a part of it. Legendary, you, Beckman, everybody, the crew. All the tradition, all the history, all the great rivalries have been flushed down the drain in the last 10 days. Flushed. Yep. 
It's done. It's a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of spoiled little kids yelling at each other. There is no reason for Michigan to carry this conference anymore and fill the coffers of Tony Petiti and the other member schools. You go let uh, Iowa and Rutgers and their 28 and a half over under, you go enjoy that football. Uh, and, yeah. and you go, this was spearheaded by Ohio State. That's my opinion, okay? This was spearheaded by Ohio State because they're worried about losing three straight times and they want an excuse for their fan base. And the Big Ten let it happen. And if I'm Michigan, I call Florida State and I call the SEC and I say, hey, you know what? Missouri's not too far away from us. They're in the SEC. Uh, you're adding Oklahoma and Texas. What about adding Florida State and Michigan and we're leaving the Big Ten? Oh, you can't do that. We're going to hold you to your contracts. Sue us, whatever. And then the SEC goes uh, to ESPN. They go to their partners and they get a major revenue boost for all right. the schools and everybody lives happily ever after. And you how know about, what? How about, yeah, how about the ACC doing the same thing? And they say, hey, now we got Clemson and we got Michigan. Yeah, well, now, we, now we got two big, we got two big. And guys, they go right? roll it out. You're right. Is that in Notre Dame, you don't want to join us? Uh, Michigan, you're going to be the cream right there with uh, Florida State. Now Florida State may stay because you got Michigan. Yeah. And you got, I, I agree. I'm telling you, man, this is, Michigan has declared war on the Big Ten and the Big Ten. Bill, I disagree with that. Big Ten has declared war. Well, no, I know, but Michigan is is saying that and Michigan, and Michigan we had now, to follow suit. Okay, that's what I mean. Michigan, Michigan, in my opinion right now, and I believe that they will, they will respond in kind. And uh, whatever that whatever that ultimately is, and, and my belief is they they want to maintain and stay in the Big Ten, but clearly the Big Ten doesn't want them to. Uh, based on what Tony Petiti did today and this whole thing. And if they want to go ahead and have a, a Saturday afternoon where Maryland tees it up against uh, Purdue at noon on a Saturday, have at it, guys, and watch your television numbers go to hell. Yeah, this is sick. Oh, my God. We impose a disciplinary action, even though the conference has not yet received any information indicating that head football coach Harbaugh was aware of the impermissible nature of the sign-stealing scheme. I mean, think about that. Listen, does anybody out there, when they hear you say that, go, well, then why was this action taken? I mean, isn't that the big question you ask when you read that statement? Uh, is that from the uh, Yahoo thing? Yeah, no, this is, yeah, this is uh, uh, Pete Thamel, Yahoo. I'm going through uh, the Bruce Feldman, the National uh, College Football right, Writers. Right. So when you read that and you go, well, well if, if that's the case, then what, why did, what warranted, if he's got nothing to do and he didn't do nothing about this stuff, why then does Harbaugh have to pay the price? Tell me the logic there. And any judge, anybody who is objective, let's put it that way, would have to ask that same question, wouldn't they? Then your your flip side then, why did the executive council ban Michigan from the last three games and ban them from the Big Ten championship? Sure, but if you want right? to go if you want to hey, if you want to go there, Yeah, if you want to go and say it's an institutional problem, then okay. Ban the whole team. Now you're now you're getting that no if they did that, I'll tell you what. You'd have real, real problems at that point. You would, then everything would blow up. That'd be nuclear right there. Uh, here's another note from Pete Thamel from ESPN. Uh, if you look under objectivity in the dictionary, you're not going to find his name anywhere close to it. 
Um, That's a fact. uh, Important passage to explain why the Big Ten decided to punish Michigan. Notably, the university's November 8th response does not deny that the impermissible scheme occurred. Instead, it offers only procedural and technical arguments designed to delay accountability. So the Big Ten has already cast judgment on the sign-stealing scheme of Connor Stallions. Wow, way to go, Judge Tony Petiti. Judge, jury, and executioner. Oh, God. Without allowing the defense to show up and and state their case. Have we joined a banana republic? Apparently, that's what the Big Ten Conference is. Well, no, that's where where America is today, Jimmy. I'm uh, not going to go down that Hey, Look, that's that's another conversation for probably another show on your weekend show. Yeah, my weekend show. But the reality of life is, yeah. The reality of life is, yeah, all right. uh, in this instance. Yeah, Jimmy, i got to get to a network break. Uh, again, Jim uh, Harbaugh right. suspended three games by the Big Ten. Big Ten, according to Chris Ballas, uh, will await what Michigan does. They have a judge ready to go to seek a temporary injunction where Harbaugh could coach tomorrow. Then within 14 days, and you do have the holiday break before the 14 days would be up prior to Ohio State. Uh, there would be a hearing uh, if that injunction would be uh, extended. And then you move on to a court case, lawsuits, and here we go. Wow, hey, you're the Big Ten. Yeah, you have a shot at getting two teams into the college football playoff, and you're doing this. Uh, it's almost like they waited until the team was on the plane to do it, that they're hoping this will derail Michigan mentally and that they lose tomorrow against Penn State. They're praying. Uh-huh. Right, the optics, the optics of them waiting until now to me look, makes the Big Ten look small and very, uh, very, very weak. Oh, they are. Uh, Tony Petiti is horrible. All right, Jimmy, I got to run, get to a network right, team. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it, Bill. Take care. All right, there's Jim Brandstetter, former voice of Michigan football, joining us again. Big Ten has suspended Jim Harbaugh for three games, rest of the regular season. But here's the irony, as Dan Wetzel pointed out, Superfly. If Michigan wins that Big Ten championship game, Tony Petiti will have to hand Harbaugh the Big Ten championship trophy. Mm. Think about that. You want to join in our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day. Do you agree with the three-game suspension for Harbaugh? Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. You can join us on 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids 
or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, Talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Deck your cart with Meyer Savings. Follow this year, get the gift of savings from Meyer. Santa Bucks will save you plenty. Plus, stack your savings when you shop super low prices with the Meyer Super Sale. Don't wait to save. Super Sale and Santa Bucks are two days only. Ho, ho, ho. Savings for all. Shop and save with Super Sale and Santa Bucks this Friday and Saturday only at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Breaking news here within the last hour. Big Ten has suspended Jim Harbaugh for three games. They did go to their executive committee to get more than the two games allowed under the sportsmanship rule. Michigan just released a statement. They are going to court. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com reported that they have their motion, a judge standing by, so we could know within the next couple of hours as our legal insider and sports advisor, David Gregory, uh, said earlier, they could know by 6, 7 o'clock tonight if Harbaugh will be able to coach tomorrow and also next week against Maryland. Then within 14 days, they need a hearing by law uh, on extending it, uh, making it not permanent, but just extending it, which would take it through uh, the regular season. I did tweet out that I'm hoping Tony Petiti has to hand Jim Harbaugh the Big Ten Championship trophy on that stage in early December. John Borden from the Wolverine.com is standing by on his way to the Michigan-Penn State game. Uh, John, no surprise that uh, Petiti walked it out and did follow through uh, with discipline, but based on what you've heard so far, uh, what's your thumbnail opinion uh, without going through everything on where this is at and where it's going? Well, where it's at and where it's going is, uh, I mean, if Petiti has to hand Jim Harbaugh that trophy, he probably should do it and then duck. Um, because even if the injunction isn't granted and uh, 
and Jim Harbaugh is out these next three games, uh, you, you've made out of Michigan, out of one of the uh, the cash cow highest profile programs in your league, a uh, a mortal enemy, and you've opened the Pandora's box for all kinds of other private PIs to, to be out there and uh, and digging stuff up on your own conference. And I, I think that um, this is, uh, and Chris has mentioned this before, this is a bit different Michigan than we have seen in response to a crisis. So uh, I think the biggest news coming out of all of this is that uh, Tony Petiti was willing, under the guise of fairness, to uh, to jump the gun in this case and really take on a Michigan that's ready to go. Based on what we're hearing on uh, the reports from all the national and uh, University of Michigan insiders that the Big Ten stated that uh, this wasn't against Harbaugh personally because they had no knowledge that he knew of Connor Stallion's sign-stealing alleged scheme. It hasn't been proven uh, yet, uh, allegations still. Uh, it was more of a sanction against the university without having to punish the players where you could have just banned Michigan, or at least attempted to ban them from uh, the rest of the year. So it was not on Harbaugh, and I think they publicly stated that, knowing that they're probably going to get a lawsuit from Harbaugh's attorneys. Uh, and that's it. They said it was about uh, the university. So basically, the Big Ten established through their sportsmanship rule and an extension of two games to three games with their executive council that lack of institutional control on Michigan that quick. And uh, what, what is that? Nine days, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned that uh, they, it's on their part, not personal against Michigan uh, or, or against Jim Harbaugh. I am quite sure that he won't regard it personally at all. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can say the words, but it's going to be different in how it's received. Uh, Jim Harbaugh talked about missing the first three games of this season as a uh, as a baseball bat to the knees. Well, this is uh, this is a baseball bat to other regions, and uh, I, I do not think that, uh, like I said, that this will be well received at all. By the way, statement from Michigan reads like this. Like all members of the Big Ten Conference, we are entitled to a fair, deliberate, and thoughtful process to determine the full set of facts before a judgment is rendered. Today's action by Commissioner Tony Petiti disregards the conference's own handbook, violates basic tenets of due process, and sets an untenable precedent of assessing penalties before an investigation has been completed. We are dismayed at the commissioner's rush to judgment when there is an ongoing NCAA investigation, one in which we are fully cooperating. Commissioner Petiti's hasty action today suggests that this is more about reacting to pressure from other conference members than a desire to apply the rules fairly and impartially by taking this action at this hour. The commissioner is personally inserting himself onto the sidelines and altering the level playing field that he is claiming to preserve, and doing so on Veterans Day, a court holiday, to try to thwart the university from seeking immediate judicial relief is hardly a profile in impartiality. To ensure fairness in the process, we intend to seek a court order, together with Coach Harbaugh, preventing this disciplinary action 
from taking effect. That is the University of Michigan uh, statement. Johnny, I got to jump. It's been a crazy afternoon. I know you're on your way. Enjoy the actual football game tomorrow. I'll talk to you Monday and get your thoughts on the game. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. All right, John Borton, senior insider for the Wolverine.com, joining us. Johnny Borton, Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey, Doug Skeen, all the coverage on this story uh, for you on the huge show across Michigan and at thewolverine.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Every Saturday in November, two hourly winners, 5 to 10 p.m., take home a cool $500 cash. At 11 p.m. each night, one lucky guest wins a hot new Jeep Renegade or 15 grand. The Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a crazy afternoon. The Big Ten made it official. They have suspended Jim Harbaugh for three games. Michigan, as we speak, getting ready to get in front of a judge and seek a temporary injunction so Harbaugh could coach tomorrow at Penn State. And as Anthony Broom said, yeah, the team's on a plane with Harbaugh and the Big Ten drops it now. (laughs) What a weak-ass conference. 24-7, everything you need connected to this show is free and available at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. Following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition canned cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the huge show across Michigan presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. 
What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the live stream weekdays at 3 if you're not in range of a local Michigan sports radio network affiliate. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. So a little over an hour ago, the story broke. I think everybody's heard it by now. Big Ten suspends Jim Harbaugh for three games. They went to their executive committee to get it more than two. I think Tony Petiti, who now is being compared to the Pac-12 commissioner that ruined that conference. Mm. This is incredulous leadership, and I don't mean that in a positive way. It's shocking. They announced it while the Michigan team plane was in the air or just had landed in State College, Pennsylvania. On a holiday, Veterans Day. Now, Michigan, as Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com reported, they have their motions ready to go. They have a judge lined up. Uh, we could know within the hour, two hours, if Harbaugh will be allowed to coach tomorrow. David Gregory, who's a lawyer, NFL PA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports Management in the West Michigan area. That's where he's based. He thinks the injunction will be granted. So that means Harbaugh will coach tomorrow, probably coach next week, and within 14 days, law requires a hearing to see if it will continue. So the Big Ten said that they have the right to do what they did, and they're standing by it. And now a judge in a matter of the next 120 minutes could say, no, you don't. What was interesting is that the Big Ten, in their statement on why they did what they did, they said that Harbaugh had no connection to Connor Stallions. But this was a punishment for the university, so they weren't going to punish the players and just ban Michigan football from playing the rest of the season. So for them to publicly say that, the argument is going to be, and I get Harbaugh's your coach, in front of this judge, like I said, within the next 120 minutes, if not earlier, a temporary injunction, which I think he'll grant, and then have a hearing where there is more evidence Presented from the Big Ten, from the Michigan and Harbaugh side. And Michigan is dug in quickly. They responded. They're not taking this. They feel the Big Ten didn't follow protocol or conference rules. That there's an ongoing NCAA investigation. The rush to judgment. The why would Tony Petiti, the commissioner, do this? That, to me, won't be in any report, won't be in any courtroom. It's in the mind of Petiti, who has taken the Big Ten right down Pac-12 highway. Because Michigan and Tony Petiti will never be able to coexist again. Never. When this is over. And Michigan has made a lot of money for a lot of Big Ten schools. And I can say Rutgers, Iowa, Minnesota, even Nebraska lately, Northwestern. Yeah, really, Michigan and Ohio State have made all that money. 
So you went right after one of your biggest moneymakers, and you're a TV network guy, and that's the reason you were hired to replace Warren as commissioner. I guarantee Michigan will demand with the other schools either he leaves or we're leaving the conference. Hostile environment, not good for the school, all this. People say, well, they're going to walk away from that money. No, no. If they wouldn't join the SEC or ACC and the amount of money those schools could get and up it, they'll do it in a heartbeat. And don't tell me about the rivalries anymore. Don't tell me about Michigan-Ohio State. Don't tell me about Michigan-Michigan State. After what they said about the fear of maybe not even playing that game because of the allegations of cheating to what Ohio State has been linked to in this, it's over. The tradition, the rivalries, it's flushed in 10 days. That's where we're at. Now we're awaiting the temporary injunction, which will make the Big Ten look even worse. Anthony Broom is with the Wolverine.com. Anthony Clayton Safey, Chris Ballas, Doug Skeen, John Borton, all over the story like they have been. Uh, for the last three weeks. So, Anthony, uh, I shared your tweet where it, it was expected that they were going to be so weak to do this when the Michigan team plane was just in the air or just landing. Yeah, I mean, anyone who was suspicious that might be the case, I mean, it's it's almost, it's, it's almost to the T of the script you would have written for that. So, um yeah, for me, it's um, I don't know. It's 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 an interesting place to be in today. And if Michigan is able to get the injunction out of this, then it looks what happened today even stupider. Yeah, they're making somebody. It's like what happens in our court system. Somebody will just force you to go to court, claim something. You have to go get the temporary restraining order, but they made you and lawyers and spend money and time and stress and go get it done. We see that. All the time, and I agree. If, like, I believe within the next couple of hours they could have that injunction. Uh, if it comes back so fast that a judge gives it to them, and then a hearing is scheduled within the next fourteen days, which really would be within the next twelve, because you have the holiday weekend, uh, that Ohio State game on that Thanksgiving weekend, and then the, you you roll out evidence, and and then Harbaugh has his attorneys. But then the Big Ten, what I love, they said, oh. This isn't about Jim Harbaugh. He had nothing. We can find no connection to Connor Stallions, which I guess helps the NCAA case uh, that's going on right now. But this is about the University of Michigan. So they basically cited a lack of institutional control without a thorough investigation. This is what gets me, because the narrative all along is we don't we don't have evidence that Harbaugh knew of stuff. We, we know this isn't we don't see this as a witch hunt. But in this suspension that was that was sent down today, you're saying that you know we're gonna we're gonna suspend someone who is you know emblematic of the university in terms of the football program. So for Jim Harbaugh, it's I think they're gonna be able to get this injunction fairly quickly. I think that Michigan probably it, this is just gonna get uglier. I mean, this it's not. It's not all that unexpected that we're here today, given, you know, all of the, you know, everything that we know about the story led us to what was going to happen today. Um, it's a little surprising, and maybe it shouldn't be all that surprising that, you know, you wait till the team's on a plane. And, and, and that's the other thing, too, is that, you know, the Big Ten from the start has said, we don't want to impose a punishment that has a direct impact on the players. Well, when your head coach gets on a plane with the entire team, 
And then all of a sudden, you know, they, they have Wi-Fi on the plane. Those kids are checking their phones. Maybe they shouldn't be. They should be locking in. Uh, you know, there's a business trip to, to tend to this weekend. But that's just, it's so contradictory. And, and it just, you know, the further and further this story goes on, it just becomes more and more apparent that they, they, they want Jim Harbaugh's head on a spike. They do. And I don't know where it goes from here. Um, you know, certainly it feels like the season finale of Seinfeld where everyone that's ever wronged you comes back to, to kind of put you on the stand, so to speak. But it's, uh, here we are. We're into the weekend and this is just getting uglier. Yeah, if you go back to uh, December 9th, 2020, interesting about the Big Ten and they stand by their rules. They amended the rule allowing Ohio State to play in the conference title game. <laughs> that was the pandemic year, remember, with not enough games. And uh, yeah, I, I think Tony Petiti, as I said before I came to you, and Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us. That Michigan will never coexist with him again, never, uh, and and this will be ACC would love to have Michigan, SEC I don't know, but I know ACC would to protect Florida State, Clemson, those guys in the conference uh, because the rivalries are done, the tradition, the trust with any other Big Ten member school, and all the money and exposure that Michigan has brought the conference, I'd say stick it. Uh, sue us. We're going to leave uh, if you want to try and hold us to it. Because I'm telling you right now, NBC, Peacock, Fox, CBS, they're all they're all calling Tony Petiti, a guy who worked for a couple of those entities, or at least CBS, and and they're saying, well, Tony, what are you doing? What? Are you, well, they're still playing. I'm not heard the TV ratings. Uh, no, 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 no. You are. You have created a a divide with Michigan that will never be repaired. Unless Petiti goes. That's it. That's I think that's at. fair to say. I think that's fair to say. I don't know that this is a tenable relationship in terms of, again, I still have my doubts. Michigan's going anywhere, leaving conference. No, I'm not ready to go there yet. But um, I could see why people might want to start having those you know, internal conversations. Like, do we really want to deal with this? And if he's, if he's running this conference and you know the, the member schools are trying to kind of dictate and, and expedite a process that you felt that you're due, um, I can see why they would feel that way. So, again, I just think, you know, with all the, the loopholes and, and the, the tone and the verbiage, um, I, I just, I think it's, it's pretty, it's, it's BS. I think it's cowardice. I think it's feckless leadership. And I think, you know, the, the other schools will probably find that out if something happens with them. But, like we I, we talked about this yesterday. Like once once they go to court with this, everyone's skeletons are coming out on this one. So it's um, you know if you're someone who loves the drama, buckle in. It's going to be a good time for you. But I think this is going to be ugly, and I think it's going to be scrappy for a long time. Yeah, just remember 2020, that COVID year, they changed the rules where Indiana would have won the tiebreakers, but they made sure Ohio State was there. Yeah, with what Michigan has done for the conference. Uh, what they uh, have brought in and what they've made the Big Ten. Uh, Tony Petiti, uh, his inexperience has shown throughout this entire uh, process, whether it's Jim Delaney behind the scenes or just member schools who are tired of seeing Harbaugh win and fear what he has built, that, my Lord, if he, if he tops off two back-to-back Big Ten college football playoff seasons, and he wins a third straight Big Ten title, beats Ohio State for a third straight time, and wins a national championship. 
wow, look at the difference between Iowa and Northwestern and Michigan or Ryan Day losing three straight times. But now he has, well, Harbaugh, you know, I, I think they cheated all, all three times to beat us, even though, you know, Stallions wasn't there. I mean, it, everything, like you mentioned, even with dropping this when the team's in the air is that, or just landing. Everything is so transparent why this began in the first place, why it's happening, yet Tony Petiti is not looking at the impact Michigan financially, uh, academically, uh, and team-wise, men's and women, at what they mean to the Big Ten. And I'm telling you, if I'm Santa Ono, I, I start having conversations beyond my lawyers right now And why should there be any loyalty at all to any other conference member or anybody from the Big Ten office ever again in Ann Arbor? Once again, uh, it is, I've said it all week, that I think it was in everyone's best interest for cooler heads to prevail. I think that strong leadership looks to kind of tamp down a situation instead of throw gasoline on the fire. Uh, like I said, I think the inexperience has shown in letting coaches and administrators kind of collectively say something needs to be done. And I don't, again, I mean, when your sportsmanship policy is written as broadly as the Big Ten is, it's hard to know where the violations even occur, other than, you know, the, the discussion about spirit of the rule and things of that nature. So, again, it's, um, I, I will give Michigan credit. They've been taking a lot of shots over the last three weeks, and in a lot of ways, rightfully so. I mean, this isn't a good look to be involved in by any stretch. But people have said, oh, well, when's, Michigan, when's the Michigan response going to come out? When's the drip, drip, drip going to be in favor of Michigan? And they took their time. They feel like they have their receipts. They feel like they have a defense. They feel like they have a chance to you know, take this to court and, and keep Harbaugh on the field. But, um, again, I, just, I, I think we've kind of reached a point of – as long as Tony Petiti is there, as long as Santa Ono is at Michigan, as long as Ward Manuel is at Michigan, um, I, it's hard for me to see why, how tenable that relationship is moving forward. Yeah, and, and what it's done and will do and continues to do now and moving forward, the damage is irreparable uh, to not only Harbaugh, but to Michigan, uh, to the kids who played. Uh, under Harbaugh, you know, Connor Stallions, a lone wolf. We don't know that yet. Everything with him is allegations. You know, Bruce Cortade is a good friend of mine, and he's represented me in a couple of key uh, legal things when needed uh, in my 20-plus years back here. And I find him to be objective. Uh, he is a Michigan fan. Uh, but when I look at this and I talk with him and other attorneys I know, like Ken Sanders and Tom Sachs or David Gregory, our sports and legal advisor, the NFLPA certified agent, I want to hear what a lawyer has to say. And all they do is basically shake their head and say, I can't believe this is happening. We see that a lot inside our justice system. We see not beyond sports. We see that in America where how is this happening? How, How are good people just being hammered before due process? Again, it's uh, there's no leadership involved. I think that uh, it's it's been a really rough look for. Again, right now it's just, it's not a good look for anyone. And I'll never argue that Michigan, you know, should be you know will be fully exonerated or that this is a witch hunt or that 
you know, they shouldn't face any action for what's gone on. But, I mean, the, the investigation to the NCAA was open three weeks ago. The Big Ten hasn't submitted evidence that Michigan deems would, you know, qualify them to take action under the sportsmanship policy. So it's, I, I almost feel like I, like we're almost gaslit by one side or the other to, like, well, it, it feels clearly wrong, but apparently the conference and, and some of Michigan's biggest detractors are all in unison there. And I don't know. Um, it's a weird place to be in for sure. Uh, reading from the Big Ten statement, uh, the conference in regards to Harbaugh's three-game suspension, the conference takes exception to the university's suggestion in its response that any determination in this matter is based on quote, prejudgment and bias. The conference does not play favorites among its members, nor does it take actions towards its members based on prejudgment or bias. Uh, Failing to act under the extraordinary circumstances here could lead other conference members reasonably to conclude that the conference has chosen to favor the university over all other members. And I brought up from 2020 when Indiana won the tiebreakers, but Ohio State got to play in the championship game because the Big Ten favored Ohio State and changed the rules. So when they make statements like this, I'm not a lawyer, but I've learned a lot about the legal system in my life, the last five and a half years especially, that statements they've made where they don't play favorites or statements that they make that this isn't a personal attack on Jim Harbaugh, they will get roasted in front of a judge or if this ever goes civilly in front of juries. Yeah, I guess I'll just keep defaulting to this. A lot of the the legal minds that I know or the people that I've um, sort of sought their opinions out on this, and granted, like some of them come at it with a Michigan point of view. There's a lot of humish cross the law grads uh, in my circle, but uh, in general, when when legal people, when objective third party legal people are kind of questioning everything about this and the grounds on which the Big Ten's choosing to take this action. Everyone seems confused by it, and everyone seems to think that, you know, with with a, an entity as powerful as Michigan, they're going to find a judge that will that will hear, you know, the injunction or the TRO, and there's going to be a court somewhere that will file this. You wouldn't mount the defense that they have without knowledge of that, having those ducks lined up. So I think that's the next step here. Um, gun to my head at, you know, 520 on Friday night. I still feel like there's a good chance Jim Harbaugh's coaching tomorrow, but it's getting pretty late in the day now. Yeah, I would say we'll know by 7 o'clock-ish, uh, depending if a judge had a dinner or something. It is a holiday. Courts aren't in session, which is even more on the weak move front for the Big Ten. And when they uh, drop the three-game suspension for Harbaugh, Anthony Broom, Chris Ballas, Clayton Safey, John Borden, Doug Skeen, and the crew uh, on this story uh, you can follow everything at thewolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate your opinions. All right. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Clayton Safey from thewolverine.com will join us coming up in our next segment. Our moving Ferris Forward interview at the end of the hour with Dr. Bill Pink, the president at Ferris State University. And we have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Do you agree with the Big Ten on the three-game suspension for Harbaugh? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan bank. To the callers online, your huge opinions are next. 
from St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions are coming off their bye week and a much-needed week of rest. Early practice reports saw 100% attendance throughout the week and 6-2 Detroit is still in second place in the NFC by themselves. The Lions will now head west to face the L.A. Chargers, who will be on a shortened week due to playing on Monday Night Football in New York against the Jets. The Chargers are 4-4 on the year and have won two in a row. However, they have yet to beat a team with a winning record. The fabulous freshman Sam Laporta is the only tight end in NFL history to accumulate at least 40 catches, 400 receiving yards, and four touchdowns through the first eight games of a season. Including all positions, he's only the eighth player in league history to do so. We'll see plenty of Laporta on Sundays. The Lions take on the Chargers in the City of Angels at 4.05 on CBS. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Every Saturday in November, two hourly winners, 5 to 10 p.m., take home a cool $500 cash. At 11 p.m. each night, one lucky guest wins a hot new Jeep Renegade or 15 grand. The Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. The Harbaugh Big Ten Connor Stallions story almost every day. Yesterday was kind of quiet. It's been insane. Uh, Today, after the Michigan team plane took off for State College, Pennsylvania, the Big Ten decided perfect timing by dictator... Petiti, Tony Richard Petiti. Friends, some friends call him Dick Petiti, others call him Tony. Big Ten Commissioner, three-game suspension, 
said it's not about Harbaugh, that no evidence linked him to Connor Stallions, but it's about the University of Michigan being punished. I loved the tweet. Just think if Harbaugh has to take the Big Ten Championship trophy from Mr. Petiti at the Big Ten title game. How crazy would that be? Now, the injunction has been filed. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com just confirmed with us the injunction, uh, that temporary injunction that would allow Harbaugh to coach tomorrow uh, and require a hearing has been filed, I assume, in Washtenaw County in the Ann Arbor area. They're expecting a ruling tonight. I asked Ballas, per huge show, questions, what time? He says, I don't know what time! (laughs) <laughs> Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, along with Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, John Borton, Doug Skeen, uh, delivering opinions, facts, and stories connected to this at the Wolverine.com. Uh, he's standing by. So I just mentioned, Clayton, I know you're in Pennsylvania as well, that the, in, the motion has been filed for the temporary injunction, and we'll know here in the next couple of hours, I would assume, Probably two or three with the judge reviewing it if Harbaugh will be able to coach tomorrow. I think they're going to win the temporary injunction. I really do, based on everything I've read. Yeah, it seems like they have a high level of of confidence, and they really have for quite a few days, even probably before they filed their response to the Big Ten on Wednesday afternoon. So they kind of set this whole thing up, you know, legally where they should feel good about this injunction, and they were prepared, as we talked about earlier on in the week. I mean, within minutes, it felt like this was – filed obviously our, our Chris Ballas breaking that story over at the Wolverine.com so um, I think there's a high level of confidence and I know you tweeted it and um, you know I, I would bet on uh, Jim Harbaugh coaching Michigan tomorrow as crazy as it sounds because he's currently suspended by the Big Ten for the rest of the regular season so just a, a wild wild story and you know a turn of events and a quick injunction allowing him to coach I think is another bad look for Tony Petiti in the yeah. Big Ten, but also Petiti because he did listen to all the coaches with Harbaugh hanging up on the conference call last week, that he has listened to the ADs, all of them who are anti-Michigan, uh, and he's listened to presidents and others at the Big Ten and a former commissioner who hates Michigan and Jim Delaney, that they probably knew what's going to happen, and that's why the timing is kind of a little up yours back at Michigan, that the injunction will be there. And then they're going to have to go to court and present their case. And if they would lose again in court, it's another black eye for the Big Ten. Yeah, and going back to the timing, too, I mean, it it feels, you know, I, I don't know exactly what went into it. I'm sure they were preparing their response. They had a lengthy letter that they released. But the timing after Jim Harbaugh gets on the plane to come to Happy Valley and, you know, coach his team for tomorrow's game, he, um and then he finds out basically when he lands that he's suspended for the rest of the regular season. Obviously, Michigan was prepared for this, ready to go. He knew this was a possibility, but uh, that seems like a slap in the face. Um, but but you're right. I mean, Tony Petiti and what he did here uh, seems like he's caving to the mob rule, which is kind of what Michigan wrote in its 10-page letter uh, that it sent the Big Ten a couple days ago. Is you know it, it feels a lot like they're going off of rumor, they're going off of evidence that's really not that significant at this point and they're going off of pressure from whether it's media you see talking heads on ESPN but most especially 
coaches and administrators around the Big Ten who are competitors to Michigan, which is, you know, the, the fact that they're listening to them really over anybody else and maybe consulting Jim Delaney. Uh, it, I think it gives Michigan fans a lot of you know reason for frustration. And now you're looking at a relationship between Michigan and the Big Ten that is fractured immediately um, and, you know, potentially beyond repair if he's going to continue as the conference commissioner. So, um I know you said it earlier on in your show, and I saw you uh, put it out on social media, but it would not surprise me at all if Michigan looked at options, which is insane to say. I never thought I would say something like that, but options beyond the Big Ten potentially in the future just because of this move by your own conference. You know, I couldn't imagine the SEC doing this to a Georgia or an Alabama or one of their institutions, but the Big Ten has just done this to Michigan. And again, no one's saying Michigan shouldn't be punished for this. All people at Michigan are asking for is due process, and the Big Ten, they didn't really have the, uh, you know, they didn't have the respect for him, I guess, to, to give them that. By the way, Bruce Curtade, a local attorney with Rhodes McKee, did say that the injunction hasn't been filed. The lawsuit in motion seeking the temporary restraining order has, so we just want to make sure the legalese uh, is out there because I'm not a lawyer, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express, the same one that Clayton Safey and Chris Ballas are staying in, kind of like planes, trains, and automobiles uh, there in uh, State College, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, final thoughts here before I have to get to a network break. Uh, do you believe Harbaugh is coaching tomorrow? And what's the short-term, long-term play on this? I think he'll coach tomorrow, again, just going off of people that are smarter than you and I that, that know more about the law. Um, as you said, neither of us are lawyers. So, uh, But I, I do think so based on what we're kind of hearing on that front. Um, short term, I think these players are fired up. You're seeing a lot of them right now tweet on, on social media, kind of, uh, you know, some, some cryptic stuff, but they're, they're fired up. And, and obviously they don't, they don't love this. Some of them have, uh, you know, expressed that displeasure over the last couple of weeks, how people are questioning their accomplishments. But I think it'll motivate them for tomorrow. You got to still block it out to a certain extent, though. Um, and then, you know, long term, obviously, we'll see how it goes with the NCAA. But it seems like if they get this injunction granted, then uh, he'll be able to coach the rest of the year, and uh, maybe that'll light even more of a fire under them. But that's kind of where I stand. I think Michigan's going to win by two touchdowns over Penn State tomorrow. That was my prediction this week, and uh, no reason to change that at this point because I think Jim Harbaugh is going to be out there. His name is Clayton Safey, the Wolverine.com, joining us from State College, Pennsylvania. Coverage on the Harbaugh suspension, the injunction, not the injunction, but the motion that's been filed to get an injunction, temporary restraining order. Uh, you can follow everything at the Wolverine.com. Clayton, enjoy the game, and uh, we'll talk Monday. Look back at the game, and did Harbaugh coach or not coach? Looking forward to it. All right. Thank you. Yeah, Clayton Safey checking in from Pennsylvania. On the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now NBA action continues with the Pistons and the rest of the league. And DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and they're celebrating uh, the return of hoops with a huge offer. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down just $5 on the Pistons or any other NBA team or game. That's win or lose. It doesn't matter. Uh, you'll get a W. And also with DraftKings, you have the parlays. Everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday huge. 
Basketball's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I said, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any other NBA team. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball. Terms. Wow. Last two hours are crazy. Entire three plus weeks has been nuts. This whole football season, starting with Mel Tucker into the Harbaugh Connor Stallions Big Ten war, there's hardly been any focus on any game. And Michigan is playing their biggest football game of the year tomorrow. And as we all sit here on the radio, a judge will decide whether or not Harbaugh can coach. And think about it if the suspension is held up. That would be six of the 12 games he was suspended this year. Six of the 12 games. Now, if you've missed any of today's conversation, huge opinions, interviews, hours, the full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Simple and easy. Just search The Huge Show. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spot. Now, they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that. If your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care, Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. for another Moving Ferris Forward interview each and every week. We talk to Dr. Pink and the leaders on and off campus at Ferris State University in Big Rapids and also their presence all across the state of Michigan. And let's welcome back Dr. Pink. How you doing, my man? I am good. How you doing, brother? Doing good. Uh, you got a busy weekend, big dinner tonight uh, in downtown Grand Rapids, recognized in Ferris State. And then uh, you have Ferris State Athletics. Uh, paying tribute to those who have served with Veterans Appreciation Day on the campus tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yeah, and I'll tell you tonight, uh, we're in in downtown Grand Rapids. We're at the JW Marriott having our uh, big Ferris Foundation benefit gala, which raises scholarship dollars for Ferris State students to come and to finish an education. So that's celebration tonight. Then tomorrow, um, with uh, Veterans Day celebration on campus with uh, three games. I mean, we've got the football game tomorrow with Wayne State. Um, a big game for us to finish out the regular season. And then uh, our volleyball team takes the court as well right after that, tomorrow afternoon. And then tomorrow night, hockey with uh, Minnesota State. Uh, and just with celebrating veterans and all that means to our campus community, um, I think uh, veterans get in the game, uh, get in the football and volleyball games uh, free of charge tomorrow. And I think uh, for that hockey game, I think it's $5 charge of veterans. Uh, we got to celebrate those who are and have served our, our country. Also, uh, Ferris State University and your commitment to supporting students from military service backgrounds. Uh, very interesting uh, what is happening with Ferris State University connected to those who have served and serve in the military. And it's huge for us. Um, it, it's personal to me, um, brother, because uh, my wife, who was a 28-year veteran um, in the military, uh, and our son, who was five years in the military, it goes back to my father, who was a, a World War II veteran, and my uh, the only brother that I have in this world, uh, my blood brother, uh, he is uh, he's an Army veteran. So for me personally, it means a lot when we have this time of year. But when you talk about our campus community and um, how our campus, um, you know, we're, we're recognized uh, as one of 62 universities and colleges and trade schools uh, by the uh, as a veteran friendly campus. Uh, by the veteran-friendly schools, that organization, uh, in recognizing us with a gold-level uh, rec- uh, recognition. That means that it means a lot to us to take care of our students on campus who are, uh, who are veterans and who are, have served in the military, and even those who are serving in, uh, in the reserves. We want to make sure with our veterans office on campus, we've got an awesome uh, folks over there and our coordinator over there. Um, it, it makes a big difference that we are helping our veterans to know that uh, that they uh, that that they're not only appreciated, but also that we want to do our best to take care of them. And so it's a, it's a big deal to us on our campus. And by the way, uh, earlier today, Ferris saluted the veterans in the Ferris State community, Big Rapids, uh, with a breakfast. 
uh, earlier today. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, for us, um, that breakfast uh, on Veterans Day, uh, we pull in uh, some of our local veterans from the Macosta County and surrounding area. They come in, come to campus, have breakfast with us. We recognize them. Uh, this Sunday, uh, we have our Veterans Day concert on campus where uh, we have a, a lot of our alum and others who come together and have a, a Veterans Day concert. Um, we've got folks who will uh, be on campus uh, on Sunday for that event. And uh, to us, that event is uh, is important because of uh, not only what it means to our community, but really um, what it means to uh, specifically to our students. We will we'll actually have a Brigadier uh, General, uh, retired Brigadier General on campus uh, to help us celebrate uh, over at Williams Auditorium on Saturday afternoon uh, at 4 o'clock. Should be fun. Ferris State football, by the way, 7-2, and two, a win last week over undefeated Davenport. They control a berth in the D2 playoffs. They'll take on Wayne State at 1 o'clock at Top Taggart Field in Big Rapids tomorrow. The Bulldogs are ranked number 6 in the nation. Back-to-back national championships. Huge game. Should be a big crowd on hand. Weather looks great. Temperature in the 50s on Saturday in Big Rapids. And remember, Saturday is also Veterans Appreciation Day at Ferris State University. Football and volleyball, veterans will get free admission to those games uh, by showing their military ID. That will be on Saturday tomorrow in Big Rapids. And veterans wanting to attend Coach Daniels and Bulldogs hockey against Minnesota State can purchase a ticket in advance for only $5.00 at the Ferris State University Athletics Ticket Office located inside uh, the sports complex. And again, the commitment to veterans and the commitment to the good people in Macosta County, Big Rapids, across this state is happening under the leadership of Dr. Bill Pink. That's why Bill and many others are moving Ferris forward. You can find out more about everything we just discussed at ferris.edu. That is ferris.edu. Dr. Pink. Uh, enjoy that dinner tonight in downtown Grand Rapids, and I'll see you tomorrow at the football game to it. against Wayne State. Well, and you look, you think about it. If you come to Big Rapids tomorrow, it's a football game to see the nationally ranked and the back-to-back national champion. Then it's a volleyball game with nationally ranked volleyball and then Division One hockey in the evening. I'm not too sure what much more you can ask for. It's going to be a good day tomorrow in Big Rapids. Yeah, and a great night in Grand Rapids celebrating uh, Ferris is moving that university forward uh, with grants and helping out students. And tomorrow, uh, saluting the veterans all day long with Ferris State football, Ferris State volleyball, and Ferris State hockey. And again, uh, the on-campus military connections for military families. Just go to ferris.edu forward slash veterans uh, to find out more. Dr. Pink, I'll see you tomorrow. Looking forward to it, brother. Thank you. All right, Dr. Bill Pink. President of Ferris State University on another edition of Moving Ferris Forward. Find out more about what's happening in Big Rapids and across Michigan at ferris.edu. Big. Bad. Huge.